Hey there, Golf Trip Junkies. The Golf Trip Authority is here bringing the experience of the Buddy Golf Trip to life with the mission to entertain, inform, and inspire you with critical information for planning your next Buddy Golf Trip. I will get the 411 from industry experts with knowledge about the greatest golf resorts, courses, products, and services that make your golf trips truly memorable. Tune in weekly to get the latest golf trip goodness delivered straight to your earbuds. I'm your host, John Morse. Let's tee this up. Martha Hudson is the Director of Brand Marketing and Retail at Tobacco Road Golf Club. In 13 years working in the golf industry, she has played multiple roles, including the last four years as the head professional at Tobacco Road. Her new role is slightly more behind the scenes, and among other duties, she is building the brand experience for one of the coolest tracks on the East Coast. Nestled neatly in the Sand Hills region, just outside the village of Pinehurst in North Carolina, Tobacco Road Golf Club boasts a polarizing design by Mike Strands. The course has accumulated its fair share of accolades since opening in 1998 and yet remains a true test of a player's eye, determination, and wits. We'll talk to Martha right after we thank our sponsor. Are you tired of the hassle that comes with organizing your buddy golf trip? You know, the hundreds of emails and texts back and forth with your group just to get the trip booked? Then once you get there, you're stuck playing 20 questions to get everyone to the course on time with the right pairings and game formats? It's maddening. Well, I'm here to tell you that the Golf Trip Manager at TripCaddy.com has everything you need to plan, organize, and manage an awesome golf trip. With just a few clicks, you'll be on your way to building a detailed itinerary, setting your pairings, and sharing with your buddies for a golf trip of a lifetime. It's easy, it's social, it's private only to your group. Imagine all of your golf trip information in one location before, during, and after your trip. That's the Golf Trip Manager at TripCaddy.com. Build your trip today and receive 25% off your next golf trip site. Just use coupon code AWESOME25 on the Golf Trip Manager at TripCaddy.com. Martha, say hello to our golf trip junkies and tell us something that we might not know about Tobacco Road. Absolutely. Uh, Glad to be here and share a little bit about Tobacco Road. One thing that most people don't know about the golf course is um, actually, Mike Strance, our designer, did not want to take on this project. He thought it was a little bit too far for him to travel with a young family. And it took some convincing on the part of our owners to get him to just come see the site. And once he got here, he pretty immediately changed his mind. But we were almost the golf course that was never built. That's a good one. Oh, that's cool. And then he went on to uh, design a couple other courses as well, right? Yeah. So his first design was actually Caledonia Golf and Fish Club. And uh, great then location. He, yeah. Yeah. And then True Blue, he then went up to Virginia where he did Stonehouse and Royal New Kent. Then he came down here. Actually, I think it might have been Caledonia. Then he went to Virginia, came here, did Tobacco Road, Tot Hill Farm, which is about an hour and 15 minutes from here, Bulls Bay in Charleston. And he redesigned Monterey Peninsula Shore Course. And he did one other West Coast redesign. Silver Creek, I believe, is the name of it. It's a private club out on the West Coast. But the two on the West Coast were his last projects before he passed away. Wow. So that is quite a resume for this guy. So if any of uh, our (laughs) listeners out there, if you've been to Caledonia, uh, True Blue out in that area, you know the kind of quality we're talking about when we're talking about Tobacco Road. The same designer did all that. So let's 
bring it back to Tobacco Road. And uh, thanks for sharing that with uh, with Mike. I mean, gosh, and God rest his soul too, right? Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about that Sand Hills area in Tobacco Road. Tell us a little bit about the lay of the land, like the temperature this time of year. Uh, they did some mining and excavation. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I mean, the entire area is is a golf haven. There's not really a lot in this area. We're about an hour south of Raleigh about two and a half hours east of Charlotte. So we're kind of in this no man's land of we're not in the mountains and we're not at the coast. There is elevation change throughout the area. In some places it's flat. Some places you've got some rolling hills, but there is a lot of different sand because it's this kind of meeting of regions. So you got some clay, you got some really fine, more like beachy sand. And plus it's like right on the I-95 corridor. So it was kind of an easy escape for people from the north. Uh, Uh, Raleigh-Durham is about what, 50 minutes north of you, the airport up there? Yeah, right about, I mean, from the airport, it's almost exactly an hour. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you know, this time of year, I think right now it's a balmy 35 degrees outside, which at (laughs) 10 10, 20 in the morning is not great, but you know, yeah, no um, doubt. And by the way, this yeah. is January recording this. So, uh, you know, most of the Northern Hemisphere or the Northern United States is kind of chilly here in Chicago. We've got several uh, inches of snow on the ground here. But uh, but yeah, in that it. in that area, you do get some <laughs> snow, right? I mean, we yeah, we get a little bit. Um, we usually have one or two snow events, I'll call them. I grew up in the mountains of North Carolina, so I have a little bit of a different perspective. You know, we might get three to four inches. Most of the time we usually get ice, which is everyone likes to make fun of how we handle it. Everything kind of has to close, but you know, we're not really equipped for severe cold weather. Um, but I mean, you know, most winters are relatively mild. I mean, we see highs most of the time around the fifties. I mean, December was great in the beginning of January too. I mean, like we had some days where we were in the seventies. It was like, wow, it's already March, but it was a lie. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I mean, it just kind of varies. I mean, the yeah. running joke in North Carolina is you can experience four seasons in one day. And if you don't like the weather, just wait 20 minutes. It'll change. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, we are, I mean, it's a 12 month golf season, which is fantastic for people traveling. A lot of the golf courses down here have converted over to Bermuda green. So winter can be spotty if it gets cold, but usually people are open 12 months. So gotcha. Um, that's also what makes it a great place to come for a golf vacation. Yeah, absolutely. So just based on proximity to airports and things like that, we were talking about Pinehurst is about 30 minutes to your Southwest, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So just for our listeners, um, just to make sure you got this geographically uh, mapped out in your mind. So Raleigh-Durham Airport, 50 minutes, maybe an hour, I think you said earlier. And then you got Charlotte Airport, which is about two hours and 20 minutes. That's probably more of a, a drive and commute to get there. What airport did you fly in, Brian? I think you came in. I flew in into uh, Raleigh-Durham. That yeah. was the easiest place to run into and, and uh, to get to the course. Right. And then we kind of drove down to Pinehurst, and then we had a 30-minute ride from Pinehurst to get up to uh, Tobacco Road, which totally worth it. Totally something that, you know, if you're going to the Pinehurst area, this is – you got to put Tobacco Road on the bucket list, right, Brian? I mean, how cool was that to – just the different variety of courses we saw out there? The, the course itself is is unbelievable, and, it, and as we're going to get into here in a few minutes, the, the course is unforgettable yeah, for a lot of reasons, but uh, – I'll let Martha get into the the goodness that is uh, Tobacco Road. So moving on to, uh, let's talk about the golf course itself. Obviously, Mike did an awesome job architecting this thing. 
there's five sets of tees. I think the the and confirm with me it's 6,500 yards about from the tips. Tell us more about you know the uh, the course itself. We talked about the architecture, but the course itself. I think we were kind of talking on our uh, on our pre call here. There's like a and I don't want to say it because I don't want to set set anything off. But there was this love hate relationship, which it's more about. <laughs> I think the way you said it best. It's a course that garners opinion, and I love that. Tell us about that, yes. because I think people uh, just really want to understand the playability. It is it is a true statement. One of my least favorite things is when people are like, you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. And I actually don't even ever want to say that. But to your point, people do have very strong opinions about the golf course. It's very different. It's visually intimidating, and it is unlike 99.9% of golf courses. The playability is very fair and i've gotten a lot of flack from people that have had terrible rounds and they're like this is the hardest golf course i've ever played in my life and what happens is all of the visual intimidation all of these big dramatic features the mounds the waste areas in the grand scheme of playing the game if you get yourself on the right set of tees for how far you hit the ball playing decent golf you have very wide fairways the greens themselves most of them funnel and slope and they bring you back down towards pin locations and um, there's a lot of forgiveness kind of built into some of these big features that people kind of let get in their mind and if you let Mike get in your head he's going to get in your head and he's going he's going to scramble some eggs um, so you just kind of have to take it for okay let me just take a minute yeah. I see like number one I see those mounds but if you look at them they're actually making a V and on the other side, there is a natural aiming point with a bunker. He is telling you, hit it through here at this bunker. You know, it's a perfect aiming point. And then when you get over there, you've got like 70 yards of fairway that it's like, holy crap, I did not know all this was here. I can attest to that because, uh, and Brian, I mean, just just what she's saying is that, you know, I'm about, I, Brian, we're about the same, 13 to 15 handicap. I mean, it was a blast to play. I wasn't in the waste areas all that much. I was kind of kidding earlier. But at the same token, the fairways were big. Um, there were some blind shots. But at the same token, I had a caddy here that told me where to hit it. Once you get through that blind shot, it's like, oh, yeah, the fairway's wide open. And you can it's, it's very playable. I, I think your experience was kind of the same, right, Brian? I have never played a course with more unique shots in my life. It was one of my favorite experiences of any golf I've ever played because it's so unique. And exactly what Martha was saying about where where the designer is asking you to hit the ball, you have to trust your, you know, where you're being asked to hit the ball because That's a lot right. of times it is it looks like the green is the size of a dime when in fact you get up there and there's plenty of room. Plenty of um, room. Right. So it, it is is one of the things where I, I definitely want to make it back to to and take some folks that have never been there because it is such a unique experience to play that course. Yeah, no doubt. Kind of like what we were saying in the intro, and, and Martha, this is something you guys say on your website about, you know, Mike's vision for this was really to test a player's eye, determination, and wits. I love that because it's, you know, you got to trust it. You got to be able to, you know, just get after it, you know, from that determination perspective. And that that's... That's what makes golf experience fun. When you're out there with some buddies, you're talking about it. I mean, Brian, we're still talking about going, you know, from when we were out there and how much fun that was. And even that very first hole, when you tee off, it was, uh, you know, right between the uh, right between the mounds. You got to shoot right down that gap. Gosh, it was just so cool just to see all that. Hey, John, I would I would add something that that 
this is very important uh, for the, the listeners out there, and that is the caddy experience at Tobacco Road is is also very good. I mean, every one of our groups, we had four or five groups that uh, went off, and each one of them uh, w- with a caddy was just, they just said so many great things about the experience and how they helped them and everything from where exactly to hit the ball to assisting with putts. That's right. Uh, it, was, it was a great experience, and uh, Martha, you guys do a great job with those caddies. Yeah, thanks. I mean, it's actually a third-party service, and that's a that's a great feature about them is they caddy other places in the area. So if you're coming for the first time, you know, it's not just Tobacco Road. I mean, I can think, I mean, three places that I know that they caddy, Pine Needles, Mid Pines, Dormy, which are probably three of the more popular other golf courses that people try to include on their trip. You know, Mid Pines and Pine Needles are Donald Ross golf courses. And it kind of amazes me that people don't see Mike and Donald Ross as being the same. Like I can count eight blind shots just at Pine Needles, but it's not as dramatic. So people are like, oh, well, that doesn't seem like a blind shot. But like you're right. looking legit at a fair at a wall of fairway with no green in sight. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, that's that's what's great about Caddy Walk is their caddies do go around the area. They're very knowledgeable. They're very professional. And if you get a cat and trust me, I've had good caddy experiences and bad caddy experiences. But if you have a caddy that you really connect with and click with and they get your game and kind of what you need to get out of the caddy experience, you can book them for somewhere else. You know, Wally is a good one. You know, he's a pretty laid back kind of guy. He's a good player in his own right. And he's a good, good one to kind of help guide you around. Some people want more out of a caddy experience. You have to know the golf experience you want. Um, If you don't know the golf experience you want, you're setting yourself up for failure and you're going to be disappointed. And that's what I want to get across to to the listeners is we have a bazillion golf courses around here. And that's an exaggeration, but it's fine. Probably closer to like 35 at this point. Right. And they run the gamut of what you can expect from designers to quality to just general feel of the place. And if you don't know the experience that your group is really wanting to have, then you might end up disappointed. Like I can think of some people that come down here and they want to play the private club circuit. They want to play country club of North Carolina, forest Creek, you know, Dormy's now private, you know, they really enjoy that private experience. Great. Let me steer you there. I want people to come to the area and really appreciate this unique setup that we have that is true to what the game kind of was meant to be, yeah, which so, is an ex- experience just for you. Yeah, no doubt. So our listeners, I mean, that's loud and clear, you know, do your research, <laughs> do your homework, understand this. It's about setting the right expectation before you show up. And hopefully, you know, having Martha on our show today helps you give that little sense of flavor of what this is uh is all about um but martha i want to kind of go back real quick back to the uh to the caddy program now you mentioned you guys use a third-party service and that service Mm -hmm. is caddy walk program uh listeners will be able to find that on our show notes page we'll create a link to it but essentially in order to order up a caddy you actually direct people over to the caddy walk uh program they order it themselves and then everybody Mm -hmm. funnels themselves at the golf course and then the caddies show up and then you meet your groups there this is folks this is not something to 
Tobacco Road does uh, for you. So you have to set it up yourself. I think that's important because it's part of that experience that Martha's talking about. You have to go and get your caddy. Again, she said that if you order a caddy, like we had Wally, and hopefully some of you listeners are remember Wally because we had him on our show. Wally stayed with us on all the different courses. He was he went over to Dormy Club with us. We went over to Pine Needles. Uh, he went and played with us at Tobacco Road. So if you want that kind of experience, definitely you know you have to kind of take care of that yourself. But there'll be links for you out on the uh, on our show notes page. Two quick things I know listeners want to hear about is the uh, um, the price point. So talked a little bit about the weather. You can play this thing pretty much year round if there's no snow on it. I understand, but I think the the peak season is um, what is it March through October. Our busiest months are April and October. Those are our peak seasons, highest rates. Um, golf course is in great shape both of those times. Now, obviously, not everyone can afford that price tag, which understood. Which, you by the way, is right a, around 190 bucks from what I right. saw on the website, right? The published rates yeah. out there on the website, which we'll share on our yes. show notes page too. So, um, you know, you can always do a golf package. We have a travel company that definitely helps save the dollars because it's it is a package deal. You're getting golf and lodging, and you have a travel coordinator who is going to help you set everything up. Yes, and try to help you find the experience that you want. Yes, they've been doing this a while. They're great at it. Right. Um, you know. Kind of, if you kind of use April and October as your like anchors on either side of those, kind of have a little bit of a shoulder season where it might go down a little bit. Um, that's where your travel rates really help is kind of in the shoulder seasons because our rack rates are always kind of about the same thing. Yeah. Um, summer is another good time. It's not very busy here. It does get hot. The golf courses are in great shape because they're Bermuda grass. Everything is booming. And they love and the heat. The, those greens love is, the heat. Yes. Yeah. You know. Um, that's a great time of year. It's just not very busy. And, uh, and I will, this is kind of my own personal, like September and November to me are great times to come. If you really kind of look at your days appropriately, you can kind of, you know, price out some good shoulder season rates. November, beginning of November, it's cooling off. The golf course is still in great shape. The Bermuda is still growing. It hasn't gone dormant yet. And you're going to be in that shoulder season. Right. So, you cool. know, just kind of, I mean, you know, it's, if you price it, you can find what you need. Right, right. Now, you mentioned a travel company. Tobacco Road has its own travel company called Tobacco Road. Tobacco Road Travel. So we'll put that out there on the show notes page as well. But uh, keep that in mind, guys. If you want a good value for your group, listen to the different seasons that you can come in and really enjoy the weather. If you like it hot, great. Do that. If you if you want the pristine conditions, there's some great deals that you can get. But remind you that they can also get you out on some of the other courses. Uh, so not only Tobacco yes. Road, they'll cover you on, but they can actually build a golf trip experience in the Sand Hills region. So keep that in mind as you go through that. So let's move on. Let's talk about just a little bit of the food. I think you guys take like a minimalistic approach inside the uh, inside the clubhouse from a food and beverage perspective. But I think you've got a little secret of what people need to experience in a hot dog, perhaps. Maybe we don't have an expansive food and beverage operation. It is legitimately you can get something to eat, keep you going through your day. Yeah. Um, you know, deli sandwiches. The barbecue is also a great option. Um, my personal favorite is the pimento cheese hot dog. Yes. They did. They spiced it up with jalapenos. That's not my preferred. I don't like my pimento cheese very spicy. Um, but it is people look at me like I'm insane when I tell them this, but it is like, it is a perfect, like playing in the morning. Like 
in that 10, 11 o'clock where it's like, oh, I don't really want something as heavy as barbecue, but I don't want breakfast. You know, you've got the bread and the good hot dog and then the pimento cheese. And it just kind of fits in that niche. I'm going to say without saying is that sometimes that's kind of the perfect hangover cure. (laughs) I'm not saying, I'm not admitting to anything, but uh, those kinds of things are awesome when you get out there like, oh, I just need something in my belly. (laughs) Right. And it, that may or may not have been how that was created, but I'm not claiming anything in that realm of the world. It just one day <laughs> came to me that this was going to be the thing that I needed in my life. And that was about 10 years ago, and it was perfect. <laughs> yes, yes. 10 years ago, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. And uh, you also have a nice assortment of craft beers in the region. So uh, you guys are partnered with some uh, craft breweries around there to be able to uh, offer some of those selections? Yeah. um, I mean, North Carolina, if you like craft beer, North Carolina is a great place to come because it's like Starbucks. You can go around the corner and you'll find a different craft brewery. I personally grew up in the mountains of North Carolina, right outside of Asheville in a little town called Black Mountain. So I kind of grew up in the time of the world. I'm aging myself. That's fine. Before craft brews were really very popular. So it's been part of my drinking education, I guess, to really appreciate craft beer. So I help our food and beverage manager really kind of pick and choose what's great seasonally, kind of who's got some exciting stuff coming out. Um, But yeah, we usually have a pretty good selection of craft beers. We have a full bar. So if you need it, we probably got it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's jump over and talk real quick about the lodging. Then we're going to go to a break. But you mentioned before that uh, you actually have a, a, uh, a cabin on the property. I believe it actually sits on number 14, Stewart Cabin. Tell us a little bit about yep. that, how many people it can hold. And then uh, I think you booked that through the uh, the golf travel organization. Is that right? Or how do yeah. you how do you connect with that? Yeah, I- I'm actually sitting in Stewart Cabin right now because it's quiet over here. Nice. Um, yeah, so Stewart Cabin, is, it sits right behind 14 Green. It was actually the construction office when the golf course was being built. So the room that I am currently sitting in is the den, and this was Mike's drawing room. So it's a great experience to be here. It sleeps four people. Yeah, you can book it through Tobacco Road Travel. It is a Tobacco Road Travel exclusive property, so you do have to book through us. You know, it's available seasonally. You know, we've got a spotlight that lights up 14 green. You can do some night putting. Being here is probably one of the more unique experiences in the game. If you have that group of four that really kind of get it, you know, they get the true golf experience. You're looking at 14. It's a great view in the morning, at night, and you get this really immersive, like it's quiet. We're, there are new houses around us. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you just have access to being really in this place and kind of where Tobacco Road really started. And um, you can, you know, you can play, obviously, play Tobacco Road. You can throw other courses on the package to stay here. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's on the website. There's plenty of pictures. Yeah. um, And they can help you book that. Yeah. So all of the golf courses, well, I won't say all of, most of the golf courses and most of the hotel options and, you know, some other um, companies to have cabin or not cabins. Uh, condos, stuff like that, houses. We kind of have an area organization because we really, I mean, we are unique in that way and that we really do want the area to be successful. Um, so Village of the Village of Pinehurst Area Golf Association is kind of this coalition that we have where, you know, we all kind of work together, um, you know, wholesale rates, things of that nature, which really kind of enable us to, you know, sell the whole area as one product. Um, down Southern Pines, Pinehurst, you've got every flavor of hotel you could ever want. 
some places have um, condos, some places have houses. You know, Tobacco Road Travel is not the only travel provider in the area. I'm obviously biased, but, um, you know, everybody kind of has their own little niche in which they're very, very knowledgeable and good at what they do. So um, that's a a village of uh, Vapaga is a great resource to kind of, you know, see who the travel providers are and kind of what their different services are. If you call the travel organization, they can hook you up with all the different properties that are in that uh, association. Is that right? They're the ones yeah, who, they, who belong to it. I think they have a website too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the website is the easiest landing page because it kind of lists all the partners and we obviously have it listed on our tobacco travel website with, you know, the properties that we partner with and the host, all the different lodging options. But, you know, there are other properties. I mean, like Talamore is another large packager in the area and they have condos on site that, you know, they work in with their golf packages. So a little bit different offering in that they have lodging there, you know, and then there's a, there's a few others that deal more with private golf courses, stuff like that. So love it. Well, we're going to take a break. Martha's been dropping value bombs about Tobacco Road all morning, and I love it. You've been so fun. And when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, what to expect, how to get the right experience for your group and your buddy golf trip. And then uh, we're going to talk a little bit more. You've got a great giveaway that you want to talk a little bit about. And then basically, we'll, we'll have a little bit more fun right when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Traveling to your next golf destination just got a whole lot easier with Ship Sticks. ShipSticks has made getting your golf clubs to and from your golf destination easier than it's ever been, allowing you and your buddies to enjoy a hassle-free travel experience to anywhere in the world. TripCaddy has partnered with ShipSticks so you can get on your buddy golf trip and travel hassle-free. ShipSticks is the most convenient and affordable door-to-door shipping service for your golf clubs and luggage. To receive 10% off, visit ShipSticks.com forward slash TripCaddy. That's ShipSticks.com forward slash TripCaddy. We're talking with Martha Hudson from Tobacco Road. She's been, we've been having a great conversation, Martha, just about all the goodness of what Tobacco Road brings, the Sand Hills area, the golf, the experience. Let's dive in a little bit more about that experience. How do groups or golfers get the best experience out of Tobacco Road? Number one, know what you're walking into. Like I said earlier, the golf course does garner a lot of strong opinions from people, and it might not be the best place for your group which is fine. But knowing the golf course, knowing that, you know, we are not a traditional rolling country club-esque flat type of place. We are, we are definitely more on the modern scheme of big, fun, different. And that's, that's really kind of what sets us apart. The golf course is visually stunning. There are about three or four different places that I could list right now where you, I could go anywhere on the golf course and it's one of the top 10 views of what I've seen in my life. And I've played a lot of golf a lot of different places. And then kind of preparing yourself. You don't want to come out here and be like, oh, I'm going to play from the Ripper Tee, which is our back tee at 6,500 yards. I got this. If you don't hit it 250 yards in the air, don't play those tees. Right. Um, and be okay if your group needs to play different tees. That's one thing that I see with large groups is, is that they kind of all think that they need to play the same tee. Everybody plays the game differently. And that's okay. That's what makes it great. That's what makes it accessible to everyone is that there is a place for everyone to play. And that's set right. your group up set your group up for success and kind of I mean, if you want to call me, call me. I have talked to everyone imaginable about this very same thing. Pick your tees appropriately come out here, expect to have fun and put yourself 
in a place where you can do that. If you don't, you're setting yourself up for failure. And I hate to see people do that. Yeah, you got five sets of T's out there. So, you know, our (laughs) listeners out there is like, you've got options. Unless you're playing the big money game, I don't recommend that Tobacco Road is your big money golf game, but it actually could be kind of fun. But make sure you handicap appropriately uh, with your group if you're going to take multiple T's and and go that option. A little bit of strategic planning when you get there. Just make sure you're ready for that. Like Martha's saying, you know, just know know what to expect when you get there, which Martha, this is why we created this podcast so that people can show up prepared. And really, the information you've been sharing with us today has been invaluable for that. So let's move on and let's talk about some of the secrets. We always love to get the secrets. If you're going to go there, make sure you you understand this. And, and, you know, case in point, Brian, we had no idea that Tobacco Road had a par three. So that is one of the biggest secrets I discovered when we did not do our homework appropriately. But I think, (laughs) Martha, it's a... it's not necessarily uh, something traditional like you'd see at the Cradle at Pinehurst or some of these others where you go to these courses and they've got a par three there. You're actually using the same greens as the main 18-hole golf course. So tell us a little bit about that, how you can play it. What, what's a cool secret about that? Yeah, so El Camino has actually been part of our routing since I've been here five years since before that. It, it traditionally was kind of a we used it for staff things. You know, if we had a staff meeting, how do you get a bunch of retired guys to show up to a staff meeting? And they're like, we're retired. Have a golf, have a golf component. Um, so, you know, it does, it is incorporated into the front nine and you just play to the front nine greens from some different angles. We don't open it until an hour after the last tee time, just so that people that are playing their regular rounds have time to get out. Get through. Um, you know, yeah. for, what's nice about El Camino is if you've got a group of eight or 12, you know, you could split up into six and six, or you can go out as a group of eight. There's not really a size restriction. And actually, I did an El Camino shootout with one of our special events that's called Home on the Range, where it, we started out as a group of like 15, and we did a shootout, and we, you know, dropped a person every couple of holes. So that's what makes it exciting is, you know, it's a lot of sports shots, it's different looks, um, and it's just a good way to kind of fill in like an hour before it's like, okay, I'm really tired and I want to shower and I want dinner. Or to collect those last minute winnings to take your group out there. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you want a more traditional, you know, short course, you know, you do the cradle at the resort is great. It's a lot of fun music. They have a bar out there. This will do is also a good time, you know, hitting some different putts, you know, little different putting competitions. They're usually pretty busy, which is great for the game. Other things to do in the area it's mostly golf centric. So if you're looking for the party scene, you're going to be looking kind of hard because we don't really have one. Yeah. This Um, is not the place you're going with your buddies (laughs) to go find bars and whatnot. This is uh, this is a true golf experience destination. So, I mean, it's a, it's a bucket list item. So you got to get out there and play tobacco road. But if you're out there looking for the party scene, Martha, like you're saying, this is not the place that you're looking for. Not only that, because you're, you're driving, you know, courses are 15 to 20 minutes apart. There's really kind of nothing out there really other than really unique golf. golf. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's it, it was not set up to be kind of like a you can be dropped here with an Uber and you've got everything you need in a 10 mile radius. It it evolved over time. I mean, the resort itself, the village was the historic village was built in the late 1800s. And so, you know, there was plenty of space and people expanded. So that's kind of the idea to the areas like it's a little bit spread out. But if you want great golf and that's your thing you have to put this on your list. Right. That is, uh, that's gold. 
to our listeners to understand that, to know that. So when you're out there traveling, if you're uh, if you're building your buddy golf trip and considering this area, just think about that because nobody wants to be driving around after you've had 18 holes and, and 18 beers, right? So okay. be careful about that kind of stuff. Martha, there's actually a cool icon that you guys use, which is the skull. It almost, I thought it was a jackalope at first, but I did some more digging <laughs> and you told me it was a, it, it's a skull with antlers of a deer. And that's mm-hmm. what inspired the logo of Tobacco Road. A lot of people take pictures with it and we want you to post it on social media and uh, tag Tobacco Road. But tell us some of the history of that, uh, of that skull. So the logo, the, the logo obviously has, or mo- we have two logos technically, but the most recognizable is the skull. Mike actually found it on the property. The thing about Mike is that he did draw the logos for every single golf course that he designed. And to my knowledge, all of them had some kind of skull component. Not everybody chose to use them, but um, we did elect to use our skull logo. And it's very unique. The unique thing about the skull, not only was it found here, but we also have what's called the road of fame. And that's where people get their picture taken with the skull. Because of the unique of most of our par threes, we have a lot of hole-in-ones. So we take your picture, we tell your story on social media because see the logo on a shirt or you see it on a hat, you immediately know that you have a person that you can have a conversation with because it is a unifying experience. Absolutely. It a badge of honor. Right. And it means something different for everybody. You know, this completely changed the way that I think about the game. Yeah, so well that, said. I, I I love that because that's what this is all about, the experience and how... You know, the way this course is designed, the playability, I mean, it changes the way you think about it. Yeah. So you said that you have a couple special events coming on. Let's let's talk a little bit about that, and then we'll get ready to wrap up here. Sure. I mentioned one. Home on the Range was kind of our first special event. It's a camping event. We camping? Hosted, Where are they camping? Yeah, they camp on the range. Home on the Range. There you have it. Home on the Range. <laughs> Lion Loft is the company that actually is the tournament event people. They are a golf art company that's based out of Raleigh. So if you're really looking for something, I'll give them a cool plug here. They do a lot of modern golf art. So they're, they kind of came up with this idea and I'm crazy enough to have said, that sounds amazing. Let's make it happen. Right. Um, so this year will be our third year. It's on, it's over Memorial day weekend. So kind of helps people with the traveling aspect. We're actually having a tournament in March. First one, it'll be, it's called the dyad. It's a two man invitational. So that's kind of a special event. You know, we are sending invitations, so we did have an invite list, but I've also added a lottery component to it as well to where we can stick true to our public nature. Um, another event that I'm really excited about this July is it's a women's amateur event, kind of trying to um, really highlight that aspiring high school player and the collegiate player and really kind of create this unique event for them at a place that, unfortunately, a lot of women... A, don't feel like they can play because it's hard, which we've spoken to that, but also um, really trying to create a different space for the women's game to really grow. Obviously, I'm passionate about that as a former collegiate player myself. Of course. um, But, you know, our owners are really great in that they definitely thrive on, you know, who's playing the game and making it unique and really kind of touching the things that um, a lot of people aren't doing. So right. that's one. And then we do have the Algean, which is our tough day tournament. Um, so if you really, really want to play the golf course as hard as humanly possible, that's in August. <laughs> oh, wow. That sounds like fun. It's a, it's a scramble. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it is. I actually had to institute a double par rule this past year because some of the 
<clears throat> the pin locations got a little, um, yeah, a little out of control. Oh, that's cool. So we'll have a lot of those links on our on our show notes page. So if you're interested in any of those out there, our listeners, uh, just go out to the show notes and uh, and connect and uh, get yourself out there. Some of those events sound really fun. Although I think we must caveat, Martha, that the driving range is actually shut down while the tents are set up in the area. It, can you that's, confirm that, please? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is a great, I mean, I, I love it. I mean, it is one of my favorite things to like be part of that event. It's definitely special. Um, the people that show up and kind of the binding force that that becomes having that experience here. So that's, that's, that's definitely a fun one, but yeah, the range is closed for the weekend. So awesome. So again, find all of the information out there on the show notes page and get your links scheduled, go out and say hi to Martha. Uh, and Martha, I think you've got something uh, special for the um, for our listeners, but I think what we're going to do with this is kind of interesting is that you guys are still kind of figuring out what you want to give. So we're going to give our, op- our listeners an opportunity to contact Martha, mention you heard this on the podcast, the Golf Trip Authority, mention that to Martha and at the point in time they're going to find something cool for you maybe a free pimento hot dog maybe something for yeah. your group um but uh just wanted to say hey you know we always like to give things away from these amazing courses and and uh and clubs that we speak with on the podcast but uh tobacco road we understand and uh and martha just connect with you and what's the best way to connect with you to to mention the golf trip authority podcast to you reach out to me. You know, I'm very active on social media. I do all of our social media platforms. You know, Instagram is probably where we have the largest following. Shoot me a direct message, send me a message on Facebook. I try hard with Twitter. I really do. I mean, I post there, but like I limit my characters. And so I kind of struggle to forgive them for that because I'm wordy. But I mean, social media is a great place to contact us. You can go to our website and send an email and just say, Hey, send somebody send that make sure Marcia sees this, blah, 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 blah. I'll reach out to you via email. You can always use the old fashioned phone, pick up the phone and call me. I most of the time am not at my desk, but leave me a voicemail. I'll get back to you because we do really want to touch, you know, we want to really find that unique experience for everyone. We're all dedicated to it here. And if you hear us on the podcast, we will find something that kind of speaks to your group. Thank you for that. That's awesome. So listeners out there, I mean, they want to hook you up, not only with the golf and the experience, but they want to hook you up with something special to help you make it extra uh, unique for that experience. So we've been listening to Martha just share all this immense knowledge and experience about Tobacco Road. Martha, if you can just share, what is the key takeaway you want our listeners to have? And, um, And then let's tell our listeners how they can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. Yeah. I mean, the big takeaway for me is I want every person that comes to our area to reconnect with the person that fell in love with the game, whether that's an eight-year-old kid who picked up a putter when their dad was practicing or somebody that stumbled into their game, stumbled into the game in their 20s. You know, I want people to really revitalize that passion, that, that spirit of this journey that the game is going to take you on. And I want people to come here and find that again, find the fun, find the adventure, find, find the thing that makes you want to keep picking up the clubs, going to wherever it is that you normally play and searching for those great experiences because that's what we have. Um, And that's where I think the game is really kind of going is really kind of finding 
where you can reconnect to the thing that made you love this. And uh, you have ample opportunity here to find that for yourself. And I'm always happy to talk to anybody. Obviously, I've, um, I'm passionate about it. And I think that it's something that everyone should try to do at least once in their life. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's the experience that they're after uh, for for the golf travelers. Embrace it, folks. It's uh, This is a place you will not forget. So, Martha, yeah. tell us how we can uh, connect with Tobacco Road, make reservations, do what we need to do. Um, sure. Um, I mean, like I said, we try to keep things pretty simple. Um, our website, TobaccoRoadGolf.com. The travel website is TobaccoRoadTravel.com. All of our social media handles are Tobacco Road Golf. So you can find us on Instagram at Tobacco Road Golf, Twitter at Tobacco Road Golf. Our Facebook page is Tobacco Road Golf Club. But if you just search Tobacco Road Golf, we'll pop right up. You know, email. My name, my email address is just my first name, Martha, at TobaccoRoadGolf.com. I have an English degree. I can pop out a 400-word email back to you <laughs> anytime. So, you know, we're all here. I mean... We have a 1-800 number, 877-284-3762. Give us a call. We're here. Awesome. Brian, as we set to close, any final thoughts from you, my friend? No, just Martha, thanks so much for um, imparting your wisdom on, on our, our listeners. I mean, I think yeah, no problem. fantastic and really look forward to uh, uh, having some of these folks come out to see you. Sounds good. And I cannot wait to get back out to Tobacco Road. You heard it here on the Golf Trip Authority, folks. You've been listening to Martha. Martha, thank you so much. We appreciate your time and your knowledge and your humor. This has been the Golf Trip Authority reminding you, don't just show up, show up prepared. Thanks for listening, everybody.